0: what's up everybody it's lg said here today is wednesday march 24th 2021 welcome to the first minute a podcast where i cover marketplace trends big sales and everything going on with nba top shot if you are new to top shot then maybe you are being saved from some of the pain of the last couple days because the marketplace is in a serious dip but it's okay these are some good changes or at least we hope these are for good reasons the cool down is to alleviate bots It's all good. We're in this together, and we are doing our best on Twitter and across the entire First Mint Network to get through this as a team and as a community, and we will get through it. Everybody, just hang tough if you got to sell a couple things because you're freaking out. That's totally okay. It doesn't mean you're not a good holder or a good collector. It's all good. Just keep in mind. Keep the stuff that you really love. That's what we always say, and just keep in mind that there are definitely better days ahead on NBA Top Shot. Today's agenda is a very simple one. Not very much has happened this week other than the marketplace woes. If you want to learn more about the marketplace woes, listen to the last episode because honestly that's where I go through what has been happening or at least what might be causing this to happen. On this episode we're going to take a very quick look at supply of base moments in NBA Top Shot as well as a little preview of what might come from here in Top Shot and then you are going to hear my chat with the one and only, the one of one, Mr. Wades, another legend of the Top Shot community. Surprisingly, he and I have never really been on a podcast together, although we actually launched podcasts podcast on the same day, which was less than three months ago, which feels like forever ago in Top Shot time. So most of the episode is actually going to be just my chat with Wades where we discuss liquidity and why it's important to stay there and also talk a little bit about him. I just want to remind everybody that none of the content here constitutes trading advice in any way, and that this show is not affiliated with NBA Top Shot, the NBA, or Dapper Labs. I'm just a guy at his house who loves basketball and blockchain in this community. This is The First Mint. so as of this morning i have not heard of any news on the top Shop front no new packs no new challenges thank god because there's already enough of those going on nada hopefully we get some more stuff this week i know the community is very split as to some people don't want more supply others want to get some packs i know a lot of people that listen out there have yet to actually get a pack in any stress test or any cool cats or any of that kind of stuff outside of pre-order of course. For those of you who haven't got anything yet, I do hope we get some packs soon. For those of you who feel like there's way too much out in the market already, you are not going to like what I'm about to tell you. Looking at the supply numbers, and this is taken from Greg Murray, the man who is part of the First Mint Network. He tweets some of the best stats out there. He put out a graphic the other day showing that out of the Series 2 base moments, there are 3.3 million moments that are owned by collectors. They're in accounts there are 0.6 million that are in packs somewhere, as in they've been packaged up and they might be coming sometime soon, or there's still in packs that have been unopened by people who don't do that, who keep their packs closed, maybe I have a few, and that there are 1.2 million moments minted that haven't moved. That means they've been made. You can see that data on CryptoSlam and Topshot Explorer, but they haven't moved. They're still just sitting there. Which means that those moments might actually be coming down the pipe very soon. Probably not all at once, but they might be coming soon. That's right, more base moments. If you've been following the minting process, then you know that there's tons of moments that we haven't even seen yet. There's a new LaMelo Ball base moment, one of 35,000. We haven't seen it, it hasn't come out, and that there's tons of supply yet to be released. So keep that in mind i know the market is on a downturn you might think we don't need more supply i know i know but there's lots more supply to come and also all the supply is still featuring plays that were very early in the nba season most of them are from mid-february if not before so there are many many more moments to come even just from this nba season that haven't even been minted or probably designated yet another thing to keep in mind when you're thinking about supply When you signed up for Top Shot, and I remember many, many, many people asking me about this in the last couple of months when they signed up, you probably noticed that on the Top Shot site, it used to say, it might still say this, that pack drops occur on Mondays and Thursdays, which is the ideal state that Top Shot wants to get to. They want to drop packs twice per week. We haven't really seen that too much. We've seen a couple stress tests, but we haven't really seen that But again, if you're thinking about what the future of Top Shot is, what to do with your collection, what the next couple months look like, if the market's going to go back up, keep in mind that regular infusion of supply is something that is supposed to regularly happen. As for what comes next, I'm not really sure. We have Cool Cats 3 that just came out, which by the way, I have to say actually went down pretty smoothly. Not everybody got a pack. I didn't get one. Nobody at the first mint got one, but it went pretty smooth on Monday. There was no delay. Everybody who was in the right Q number for a pack. It seems like they got one. And also recently we've had a lot of all-star game stuff, right? We had three different sets, rising stars, seeing stars, and now 2021 all-star game rare set all come out. So we're a little overdone, a little oversaturated on all-star stuff. and We're going to have a lot of challenges. So what comes after that? And the honest answer is that I have no idea. Definitely base moments. We know that that's there, but there's nothing else that's been minted that hasn't been released. So what kind of rare, legendary and other types of sets are we going to be seeing in the next like two to six weeks i don't know but of course the first mint will do our best to keep you guys posted on all that next up you are going to hear my conversation with wades now wades is one of the true nba top shot ogs he has a podcast on youtube that he posts occasionally If you follow him on Twitter, you might be able to sneak into his Discord. He posts some invites sometimes. He is full of knowledge. He's been here from the start. He's been through many cycles. He has a very good collection, and he's also very generous with his collection. He's on today to talk about the idea of liquidity, which is very important right now, as in how much cash you should have on hand at any given moment during your Top Shot adventure. Have a listen everybody the moment has come wades and lg do set are on the same podcast at the same time it is the wrestlemania of top shot podcast right here happening for all of you <laughs> dude it has been we've been waiting to do this for far too long it's really we great have. to finally have you on the show
1: thank you man it's um it's an honor to be here you know we were just talking off air we go back obviously a long way and when we um Started out, uh, obviously, you're at a completely different level, different purpose in the podcasting universe. Um, Literally, the three dropped on the same day. The first ones, just you, myself, and the burn. So it's an absolute honor to be um, talking to yourself in this capacity, and looking forward to it.
0: Since there are many people who maybe weren't even around on that day where you know the trifecta of podcasts launched, and definitely a lot of people who weren't around before that, before we ever even had the idea for podcasts. Let's rewind the clock all the way back to what feels like a million years ago, middle of 2020. Tell us, Wades, I ask this to everybody. How did you discover Top Shot?
1: Yeah, uh, look, I'll gladly take you through that journey because it actually, if you don't mind, I'll take you through how I got into the NFT space. Uh, So that connects and leads on to obviously the NBA Top Shot. Um, That started off going back at least a couple of years now from best recollection uh, so as you know sort of half-assed gamer i um played a bit of apex and when it comes to the skins and, and you know, some of the stuff you can own and buy within the game that literally expires worthless almost as a season ends or whatever it is um, i thought yeah there must be a better way around some of these things collectibles and i knew about the blockchain and, and the crypto kitties and did a bit of research and that led me onto the, um, into the nft space and that would have been well over two years now, um, and in particular, I ventured into God, uh, a game called Gods Unchained, and um, another you know great great game, one of the top games in this space. That's been absolutely slaughtered by the Ethereum gas fees. So if you guys haven't checked that out, there you know check that out. It's, it's making some changes, and um, I kept an eye on the um, Dapper Labs email because they came out with the, obviously the the beta invite email. And um, me being from a fan of the NBA for over 25 years now, that absolutely piqued my interest. I thought, you know, this is, aside from it being a moment and what we now know is a moment, I thought, well, that's a bit weird with, you know, sort of buying videos. And, but I didn't really think too much of it at the time. I just thought if you can align yourself with one of the best brands in the entire universe, you know, you're doing something right, especially one that I love and watch every day. So when that came around, I jumped into the Discord, which at that time was just, I believe, one channel, j- general channel, and um, I met Katie and a couple other people from Dapper Labs. We exchanged a few messages. I-, I talked about you know my experience and what I could bring to the table, being from the finance world, trading and so forth, having played Gods Unchained for about six months religiously, you know, to play to an economy, and some of those aspects that we can bring to um, NBA Top Shot, so I did get an invite maybe a couple of days or a week later to join what we, you know, what we termed as the Alpha um, team, which about 70 people from early June 2020. When that went for about maybe a month or so. Then we became closed beta. And then we started bringing on, or D- DAPA started bringing on more members from the general Discord into, the, into this fan panel that's, that still remains active at this, to this mm-hmm. day.
0: How did you, when did you start to actually buy stuff? And
1: like, what was,
0: what were some of your first big purchases? And did they feel like big purchases at the time?
1: Um, so my initial investment into the entire ecosystem is tw- about $2,700. So I took about seven or eight ETH from Gods Unchained. Um, I didn't yeah, just sold a couple things there. So at that time, obviously ETH, price was a lot less than it is now.
0: That's what I was going to say. I was just like you caveat that $2,700 of eight or nine ETH, like that was that was normal. Yeah. Well,
1: obviously this goes back what um, I think it was like 180 or something. But it, it, it totaled um, to about 2500 And then through the season, maybe about a month into it, um, the team started retiring players. So all the players until then were CCs. So something started happening ago you know, shit, this is like, this is capped. This LeBron moment's capped, a thousand. I go, okay, that's a bit weird. So jumped on it, bought a couple of things, and used my credit card to buy some of those, and that was the last time I used it. And so that's my lim- That that's what I invested into the space. In terms of the mo- biggest moments that I've purchased, that's probably come recently. Um, but at the start of it, it was really all about testing the infrastructure. So buying the packs, you know, Cosmic packs were $230, the legendaries. Which came with one cosmic, maybe three uh, season one metallic gold MGLES, not meagles. Please don't use the word meagles when you describe MGLES.
0: Who says that? Who says meagles?
1: <laughs> one very famous person. One very. I've never heard that. I have. One, one very that. I, I have Ste- is it Steph? Not Steph. Her sister. She says meagles. Very cute.
0: Oh, Jen says meagles? Jen really? Says- oh, I've never <laughs> realized that. Oh my god! No, yeah, what do you wait? Anymore. What do you? Co- you call them metallic? Do you ever say MGLE? Yeah,
1: oh, he's MGLE. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Metallic or MGLE is fine. Meagles. wow, oh my god, it's like something out of Harry Potter. I've never heard that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, ladies, it's very cute.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Um, hey, they're they're getting some play on the podcast here. Go check them out. Pseudo sisters, some great some great videos about Top Shot. Definitely worth listening to it and checking out the Meagles. The Meegles chat. Uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, continue um, on with your Meagles story.
1: So, yeah, and then so three meagles and, and six, I think six base moments. But obviously, guys, that now those things are worth absolute fortune. So our job was just to buy stuff, test it out. So guys like, you know, Whale Shark, Pranksy, they bought um, Nate Alex, Alex, Carlini, all those guys bought loads of stuff. I could only afford two packs at the time. Well, that, that was my spread off, you know, what I wanted to spend on. So I thought I'd buy two. One I got, um, the first one was buddy heel number four which recently sold for maybe a couple months back for like seven grand and uh, the other one was a big one so i hit the lebron cosmic number 31 i think and um, shortly after one of my buddies who became a buddy greek freak he reached out to me because i put it on the market i wanted to set the record i wanted to basically price those at a certain point just to set the record that this is the moment's own type of thing, or well, not LeBron, but the Cosmics. So we exchanged hands on 12 ETH. One of his buddies bought it and he, he brokered it. And um, the reason I did that, uh, because to most sounds you know, kind of intuitive, but the reason I did that was just basically to have enough ETH to be able to buy back into the packs. You
0: say you're a big NBA fan. Mm-hmm. How do you define that? And What do you mean
1: you're a big NBA fan? Uh, okay. So in Australia, where I'm... Where I currently you know reside, I uh, have for the last close to thirty years. Um, we you know coverage has been fairly scarce until recently, where you can you know get your um, NBA TV subscriptions and all that. But before that, you you can never catch anything. So I used to s- subscribe to a service called Podtel, basically DVDs. So they used to send you out two DVDs a week, and you basically you know you'd have to stay away from every media possible just to see the box scores because those games would be you know delayed by at least maybe a week so i did that for a long time paid through the nose for that service um, so that's one way i suppose i can prove my fandom and the other way is up until uh, maybe months ago i used to watch maybe two or three games a, a day just on just on the other monitor while I'm working or whatever it is so watched all the Miami Heat games for God knows decades now, and um, recently started watching, you know, obviously Luca, um, Nurk from Portland. So that's where I was born in the former Yugoslavia. So that's that's my origin. That's why I followed some of those guys. Just really heavy into it. More obviously, I've I've never been to an NBA game because I haven't been to the states yet. But mm. that's how that's how I prove my. Um, A fandom loop, i suppose
0: (laughs) that's all good if you if you had your choice of any game to go to in any city between any two teams what would you go see and assuming all players are healthy of course
1: what you mean if i can go back in time or future games
0: future games yeah let's say it's it's next year and you're going to go to the u.s and go see any game you want between any two teams you want what would you choose?
1: Well, Miami has to be part of it because that's the that's the team I follow religiously. So it'd be them against the Lakers just because it's LeBron and you know you don't know how long he's going to be around for uh, at the Madison Square Garden or even the LA, you know, the, the the Forum, or whatever they're playing at these days.
0: Last personal question before we actually talk about liquidity. Yeah. Why Wade's?
1: What do you think? I'll put you in the spot. So I. Why do fan. I think you you I'm chose a big Wade's big as the name? Miami Heat fan.
0: Oh, okay. That makes sense. Dwayne Wade. I didn't I didn't I didn't connect the dots.
1: So I um when I started following the Miami Heat, I was actually a sharp fan, you know, massive Alonzo Morning fan. So he obviously he got mm. traded to, to Miami and I followed them. He mm-hmm. retired I thought like, you know, my life was gonna end basically. And then along come came Dwayne Wade, you know, saving Grace and so forth. So I absolutely fell in love with his style of play and, and everything he stands for and It was funny enough that when he sort of moved on, Jimmy Butler came on board and I, yeah, he's a, like a, he's a, um, you know, a bit of, and I follow him a little bit just because I like his style of play too. He's a bit of Alonzo Mourning and mixed with Dwayne Wade. So pretty good combo.
0: Let's get into the actual topic you know we brought you on to chat about obviously a lot of action um you know a lot of a lot of stuff happening around the market these days, right at the big dip, everybody's talking about it and this is a, this is a topic um that a few people have told me that you you are quite you feel quite strongly about and that you're quite the expert in and it's also something that I I've preached to people as well which is the idea of liquidity in top shot and obviously it applies to a lot of other markets anything else that you trade but specifically in top shot the idea of staying liquid and what that means give me a sense on your end of let's let's kick it off with we'll just stay on the personal side
1: yeah
0: how liquid do you stay in top shot how do you, how do you do that and and how much how much are we talking what percentage of your portfolio are you kind of hoarding in cash to be ready for opportunities
1: Okay, so again, all these questions are very hard to answer because it's just it, it really it just it it, um, uh, it varies depending on what the market's looking like. So um, before, just to correct you on something, um, there's no experts in this field. Like we are all making it up to various degrees. So I'm absolutely making it up. am um, just using my own experience. So from different you know things that I've learned. This thing's so young. Um, it's just you anyway, know that's my opinion. Um, I'm not an expert, so take this with a grain of salt. That liquidity number varies. It varies for different people. Um, you know, if you've got a, a $1,000 por, portfolio uh, on Evaluate or whatever you use to value your portfolio, 10% is 100 bucks. So that might not be enough to, 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 to achieve what the goal of, you know, whatever your goal is. For me, it's probably a little bit easier because it's a small, small percentage of my portfolio value. So I don't have to sell a lot um, to, to have liquidity. I was talking to one of the guys the other night, just in my discord, know, there's about 10 or 15 of us there. And, you know, his portfolio. He's one of the, I think he's in the top 10 or 15. He was, he was a guest in your show. One of my, um, good friends. He's, uh, he's like my, um, top shot wife type of thing. Ky- Kyler and Ky. And, uh, for him, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> we all need one of those, um, so, you know, for him, for example, you know, he has to sell one moment that's, if he finds the right buyer, we're talking about a couple hundred thousand dollars. So, I've only got a couple of those because I went into more of the base set. So, for me, it's harder to achieve liquidity because I've just got to sell a lot of crap to get to even like 10, 15, 20 grand. But for me, you know, at a time like this, if you're not prepared by now, you're probably doing yourself a disservice trying to get liquid now because everything's so much, you know, has come down quite a bit. So it's it's important to you know, plan ahead, have some sort of a goal, and it's like a bit of a trading plan. Or you know, if you're a collector, just have a goal where you want to get to. Otherwise, you're literally just flying in the dark. To be honest with you, you're just clicking aimlessly at the marketplace. Going, yeah, that looks pretty good. I'm going to buy that. The uh, next thing you find out, your own hundred and twenty eight John Wall, you know, season two first place. So. Um,
0: it's, <laughs> <laughs> good reference. Good reference. Um, uh, oh, how do you dispense,
1: <laughs> No, but how do you? How, let's,
0: let's bring it back though. How do you? Yeah. You know whether whether the maybe now it's too late to get liquid, but let's say it's not, or even let's say you know we see a so turnaround in the market.
1: I do have a, yeah. a good example of that. So for sure. me, I, I do have some of those middle of the road, middle of the road moments, which you know maybe like a LeBron. So LeBron moves in any market. Uh, liquidity, is the price is a function of liquidity the other way around. But what I'm trying to say is you can get liquidity in a moment. You just have to, you know, reduce the price. Um, with a LeBron moment, you didn't have to really reduce the price that much for someone to buy it. So in my case, I sold, not that I really wanted to, but I sold, I think there's like the semifinals moment, number 132, or one of them anyway. It's on record somewhere there for about 19, 20 grand. Not that long, maybe a week ago. So I just got a little bit sick of trying to sell the lower end stuff just to, you know, actually have some dapper available. Um, so I sold some of the bigger moments and, you know, that was my decision that I'd have to live with, but, and I did have to reduce the price by much. So, you know, that was why, uh, what I sold. And the reason why I did, it was just to, to have flexibility. So if the market kept going down, um, I could pick up some stuff I could let, you know, average down as well. So we could talk about some of the, um, benefits of, being liquid as well but that's what i did um to get about twenty thousand dollars of liquidity so that was basically the sum of all parts of my liquid dapper so you know across the portfolio that i have it's not a lot but at least sort of um yeah help me get through some of these uh, bear market times
0: would you say that that is one of the hardest decisions you've had to make in terms of selling a moment
1: uh, no i'm not married to any of them um not at all because, you know, this This is not something, um, you know, you can feed your family with type of, I mean, you can't, sorry, you can You can't eat a moment. So that's the other you know, thing I've got to look at as well. Um, it'd be financially irresponsible for me to, you know, leave $6 million or $5 million, whatever it is worth now in, in, in moments. Um, so, you know, it comes back to that plan. You know, I've got a plan to liquidate a very small portion of my portfolio, um, about 10% to be able to meet some real world, you know, goals. Um, So, no, I'm not married to any of them, literally. Like, I've got some decent moments um, that will be auctioned off at some point in time. One is going to Golden shortly. Um, It's the, this is an exclusive. Um, So, it's going to, it's going to Golden, um, I think one of their big ones in April. Uh, It's the James Harden Hollow number one. So that's going, that's, that's going already, it's in the account. So yeah, look, I mean, I, I, you've got to have a plan and that's part of my plan. So yeah, it does hurt. That one probably hurt a little bit because I don't think it'll go for what it's worth. Um, but, um, yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to do what you've got to do sometimes. You know, I'm not going to, not going to go poor selling a moment for hundred grand or whatever it ends up selling for, um, and if this thing, you know, goes backwards further, then I'm, just, I'm just probably going to probably use that money to then reinvest into this. So um, I've got a couple of things that I've done to stay liquid. So aside from just dapper, I've, I have sent some moments to some of the auction houses, which will be auctioned off sometime in April.
0: Is that, and that's an exclusive that you're sharing with the first met?
1: Oh, that is an exclusive. Yeah. I don't think I mentioned it to anyone else other than my discord and about five people that, that are in there. So. <laughs>
0: The news is out, folks. Exactly. You heard it here first. If you pay attention to golden auctions, then keep an eye out for that James harden. is has there been a time where you have felt like you are not liquid enough?
1: Yeah, more, all the time um, hmm. even now, like who wouldn't want to be so so I'll tell you what I've bought if you know if that sort of gives you guys any anything of anything inspiration or whatever you would take out of it. but what you've bought recently? Yes.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Please tell us. Yeah. I'm so sure that's sold
1: for twenty, and I'd love to have a hundred thousand just to be able to buy some of the stuff. So what I've purchased, um, and thanks to some of the people around the traps um, in my Discord, they pointed me to. Well, I think it's a reasonable deal. Um, was a uh, number one uh, Christian Wood. Um, so it's, that, this one's to to fifteen thousand limited edition version um so that was number one mint and i think i paid 3 300 for that so i thought that's a good long-term buy so i do want to do the all-star set so i've picked up a few of those and i've got to finish that off my reasoning there is yes everyone's talking about you know all these moments coming out and packs and all this sort of stuff i don't really assess anything on tomorrow it's in this space long term is like three months but you know longer term you got to take that approach otherwise you're just going to go crazy so with that set LeBron makes up about 60, 50, percent of the, the actual value of the set. And I figured, you know, there's not going to be a lot of people that will complete this and numbers point to maybe about 200 that will get the Janus reward. So even if those moments come back, you know, and then some, LeBron will hold his value. He'll go up after this over time. And Giannis will be up to 200, which should, you know, should carry some reasonable value as well in the aftermarket or the marketplace. So that was the reason why I did that. And then I've just started literally just buying the LeBron to 35,000 uh, moments. A couple of Lucas in there. But I've bought, I've purchased maybe one, two, three, five, about 10 LeBron to 35,000. So just literally buying the floor or near the floor moments. And again, like you would, and I only, I've only purchased maybe three or four a day if it keeps coming down. So one of my you know, points there that it was uh, the advantage of being um, liquid is you've got the flexibility. And in this case, my flexibility, I can dollar cost average. Um, you know, my John Wall, that I've been high on, and you know, I am a reasonable John Wall fan, like a lot of you guys are, but not to the point where I'm, you know, spending all, all this money. I, I, I it's more for the rarity point of view because that's essentially his rookie card or first moment. So I've used some of this to. to and would use to, to, to average down on, on the cost base of those because I've paid up to about 150 for some of those and they're you know, like I think $60 yesterday so um, so that gives you that flexibility to be able to pull some of those moves off and something not, not a lot of people talk about but you see all these people freaking out and it's that mental state of mind that um, I think comes with that fear and greed so if you've got a little bit of money sitting around, you're flexible, it sort of makes you feel uh, you're achieving something as well. In, in my case, it's not going to be much, even if, if, if this goes two or three X, it's it's a reasonable amount of money, but um, it just gives you some sense of control and you've got, you know, you've made something of it versus if you didn't have that liquidity and you're sitting there going, this is coming down, it's coming down, it's coming, I've got no control over anything. Um, so yeah, look, you've got to just look at some of those things as well, which, which apply to some of your buying habits as well
0: if you feel like things are about to go up how liquid should you stay because that's something i've struggled with in the past and you know now having been long enough it's like i feel like i've got a pretty good handle when things are about to pop off and my big struggle is well you know i should i should always have some cash on hand Mm -hmm. but when i know things are going up and i know they're about to continue going up the natural inclination is to Literally buy as much, just buy as many LeBrons as I can, and then and then and then sell them, you know, or at least sell a few if I if I want to, if I want to get liquid again. Yep. But then that also proves hard to do when things are going up. You don't want to sell things too early. How do you how do you manage that?
1: Um, again, I did a video, and I'm sorry to pump this on your show, but I think it it's worth it's worthwhile people just listening, just more to be able to just help them work through some of these, you know whatever you want to call it, um, the bear market, some of the issues, some of the things they might be feeling, they, they're a bit out of control. So it's that fear and greed, right? So you need to have a, some sort of a plan. Otherwise, you're you, you are literally just going to get lost in the weeds. Uh, this There's so much happening and no one really knows what they're doing um, in terms of, well, I'll leave it at that. Um, so On the way up, in my opinion, you've got to liquidate some of the stuff. So whether you choose to liquidate the LeBrons you've bought and you've made two or three x on, I don't. This is I'm not talking to you, Luke. I'm just saying general. You know, don't be greedy because those things will come down. So if you look at the last little pop that we had, where we went from like zero to a hundred in space of a day, that stuff is not sustainable. Like if you look at any market in any history of the world those parabolic rises do come back, you know, up to 50% of times and maybe even more. So it just depends how volatile the market is. So you've just got to have some sort of game plan where dollar cost average on the way up and down. So you just sell some of the stuff that you, you, me, you're you happy with. And if you're not happy to sell LeBron, LeBron's, in my case, I can always look at maybe some of the more larger moments. Uh, and this, this takes a little bit of research now, and it's not not a small amount of time you got to put into this but there are tools out there that can help you you've got to look at the moments that maybe are a little bit more heavier more expensive that you own that haven't pulled back enough or you know if it's a downturn that haven't gone back like the one I sold hadn't really pulled back too much and I got the timing right I sold that which then allowed me to buy some of these so the same thing if you don't want to sell the LeBrons on the way up you might maybe find something that hasn't that's gone you know through the roof or whatever it is that it just might be way, way, way overheated in comparison to some of the lebrons you bought. So that takes a little bit more research. But without some sort of a game plan, um, some sort of a goal, you're really just you know throwing whatever out there. looks like pretty aimless.
0: Dartboard. It's it's pretty endless at Absolutely. that point. Yeah. It,
1: it, it, any any trader will tell you you need a trading plan to succeed. Uh, and most traders, you know, they'll when they trade and you know, every one out of ten trades sorry out of ten trades they'll lose on seven of them but they're still very profitable because on the three that they make there is a game plan behind that they'll let the profits run and you know they'll use stop losses all that sort of stuff so if you guys you know look at some stuff like that trading plans some of that information is very relevant to here so
0: if you then on that game plan aspect yeah. what are you know maybe two or three pieces of advice for building that? From scratch and let's say people feel like maybe they've made some very irresponsible unplanned decisions so far Yep. not talking about myself i find it hard to resist temptation let's say right so Mm -hmm. if i'm building my you know personal spreadsheet or something like that and Mm -hmm. i and i need to start from scratch and now we're at the hopefully the down part of the cycle and we might kick up again what what are the three kind of things i should keep in mind to build that plan and to stay stick to it let's say I've got forty moments. Mm -hmm. I've put in maybe two thousand dollars, and my account value is about two thousand dollars. I'm about even right now. I bought it. I bought before the rise, and I bought at the top as well. And I've got some stuff I like. Um, Let's say about you know fifty to sixty percent of stuff that I'd really like to hold long term, and the rest Mm -hmm. stuff that I'm not too sure about. I'd be okay to liquidate. Mm -hmm. What's what's my game plan starting right now?
1: Um, So, what's your goal to begin with? So, is it just to build up the capital? Build um,
0: build the greatest collection that I can.
1: They've existed. Okay. How much time? One have you- that
0: would that one that you would you would you would respect and you'd say that's a great collection.
1: Uh, how much time have you got to dedicate to this? <laughs> so uh, the, let's all, let's all pretend I work
0: I, I, I work nine to five. Let's okay. say I work nine to five, and so you got you've and got and a got little bit got...
1: of time to, to spend yeah. on this. Um, and look, the reason I ask that is because in that instance, uh, you really got to grind it out. You've got to use. You gotta, in my opinion, you've gotta just flip stuff, uh, if that's possible. Um, obviously, not everyone's good at that. Uh, I'm, I'm probably not that good at that either, uh, just because I don't have enough time to dedicate to any of that. Uh, I, I hold stuff long enough, and I buy stuff long enough, like LeBron, they'll probably make, you know, prove me correct over time. Uh, but if you've got long enough at that value, you probably need to flip some stuff quite frequently to build up some capital to then reinvest into things that, you know, will hold more long-term value, um, the museum pieces I refer to them as, like season one stuff, um, first place. So the more the rarity aspects that you can not put into your um, acquisitions, the the more you become insured against you know, whatever's gonna come up tomorrow or next month. So uh, in that instance, man, I, I honestly think it's, it's more of a trading uh, plan that's gonna be implemented just to be able to build up enough capital. So you've just got to look at what's um, you know on your whatever moments you've got left um, that aren't maybe long term holds like season one first player type of stuff and yeah uh, you know, flip, flip it around these days there's you know, people picking off various things um, on the market that are just you know 20 percent un- undervalued but for me you know I I couldn't care less for a certain moment that's season two that's not going to be badged or whatever it is. So I'm happy to let that go for $17 and, and the floor now is 19 Um, You know, some people might be pissed at listening to that, but you know, that's my trading plan. I'm trying to sell five of those so I can buy LeBron moment. So, um, because I need to save some time in trying to trade this stuff as well. And, and so uh, everyone's different, but in that instance, man, I think it's a trading plan and, and try to flip some stuff, build some capital and, uh, reinvest into things that you know are again liquid but we'll will have some more oomph to come which is some of the badges and, and some of those things too
0: okay now it's time for a part of the show that i call would you rather yes and if you listen to the podcast and you know how these usually go where i give you nice. two options and you tell me which one you would rather okay for sure are you ready i'm ready would you rather the lebron number one cosmic or five randomly selected LeBron hollows, all series one. Hollows. Would you rather the number one mint of every Australian player? No. Or the number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not even done. Or the number one mint of every Canadian player? Oh, fuck.
1: Okay, I'll take it back.
0: <laughs> hey, come on. You got RJ Barrett, Steve Nash. Jamal Murray, there's some good
1: stuff. True. Come that's, on. Uh, some Ap- apologies. Yeah, definitely Canadian. Australians would <laughs> be pretty trash. No, no offense, <laughs> it's just, you know, they're good players. Obviously they're NBA players, but in comparison, like you look at the values, like you said, R. J. Barrett's gonna be massive. His yeah, season one yeah, environment yeah. is gonna be huge. So I yeah. just I
0: need to test your I yeah. mean, you're not even you're not even born there, so it's it's I don't know, I don't know where your loyalties lie, but my well, uh, loyalties lie to Australia.
1: So okay, okay, okay. That's who holds my okay. citizenship and all that stuff. There you go.
0: Okay, last one. This is the, th- the third one. Yeah. Would you rather 200 grand liquid cash in a yeah. briefcase delivered mm-hmm. by Roham or or the moment and it doesn't exist yet and we don't know if it'll exist, mm-hmm. but it would be a number one run it back from the 2008-2009 season of Dwayne Wade.
1: Dwayne Wade. Oh. As much as I love the leader um <laughs> 200 grand you know you've got to keep it in perspective too like um, that's, yeah, Dwayne Wade all the hey
0: way. it's cash it's cash withdrawn and it's just you know it's not it's, it's not point. dapper bucks it's real money it's
1: real money <laughs> <laughs> hey, dapper <laughs> bucks are real too so <laughs> oh, apparently man, that's great um but oh, no like, oh, that'll be pretty cool but i'm, I'm hoping I could, you know when travel restrictions left i can come visit the mothership and you and some other people and in 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 ca- canadia
0: <laughs> whatever you want to call it man you know we all know that australia's <laughs> true capital is whistler bc and that you know you really just it's going to be a homecoming of sorts for you to do
1: that. that's it that's it <laughs>
0: that is going to bring us to the end of this episode folks usually we do another episode at the end of the week we do a live stream on fridays we are actually not going to do that this week i know it's sad we've got a few other things that we're focusing on that we're hoping to announce very soon so keep an eye out for that we will be posting it on twitter no promises when that's going to be but know that we're very excited about it again a big thank you to wades for coming on the show it's great to have him and we'll have to have him back Otherwise give us a follow at the first mint on Twitter. Find us there and find us on YouTube. If you hit us up on Twitter, we do our best to answer as quickly as possible. Usually it might take a couple days because there is a lot going on right now. Otherwise, best of luck through the rest of the week and we'll see you next time on the first mint.